Welcome to the Run Magical Miles podcast. This is your host, Sam, and I am so thrilled you've joined me today. The Run Magical Miles podcast is a place for all runners, no matter their experience level, pace, or goals. My goal is to help share the stories of the community of magical runners who train to go run in the most magical place on earth, Walt Disney World. This positive, creative, and hard-working group of athletes is full of runners with incredible stories to share. On today's episode of the podcast, I am talking to Ashley Ramirez. I first started following Ashley on Instagram in spring 2021 when she posted that at a young age in her mid-20s, she was probably going to have to stop running. I was really intrigued by her story and her recoveries from her hip surgeries as I'm someone who struggles with hip injuries and I really enjoyed talking to her, learning more about her history, what drives her to keep running, and how she has loved Disney her entire life. So please join me in welcoming Ashley Ramirez. Hi, Ashley. Thank you for joining me tonight. Why don't you start by introducing yourself, telling us where you're from, and how you moved your body today, if you moved it. Hi. So thank you for having me. Um, I'm Ashley. I'm from New Orleans, 26 years old. I'm actually moving to Tampa, Florida tomorrow. Um, Me and my boyfriend are kind of settling down there and starting a new journey there together. Um, Moved my body today. I went to physical therapy. So that was super fun because he forces me to do it for an hour straight, even if I don't want to. Did you get a good massage there too? Because that was that's always been my favorite part of physical therapy. I had no massage, but we did do some dry needling in my back, which like is terrifying when I take pictures of it because it's needles sticking out of my back, but like the best treatment ever. I am obsessed with it. Highly recommend it if you can do it. I agree. I get it done on my calves and it's one of those like hurts so good things. Yes, that is my favorite phrase ever. Hurts so good. I say it all the time. I could never do needles before dry needling. And now I'm like, oh, no big deal. Just Poke stick me. them in. Yeah. Just stick them in. Do some more. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I wanted to start with a bunch of quick answer questions because those are my favorite parts of podcasts. Okay. Um, so for running, do you prefer a morning or evening run? Usually evening. I'm like, I need, I'm not a morning person. So getting up for races is like the vein of my existence. Yes, the same. Do you listen to a music, to music, a podcast, or nothing? I'm music all the way. I found over the last few years, I I have a playlist that I'll just shuffle and add new songs to that kind of fit my genre preferences. But then I also found some playlists on Spotify where it's like 180 beats per minute. So it's like songs that have this great tempo that I've really enjoyed running to recently. Nice. On the playlist, that you've made what are some of your favorite like genres or artists to to run to uh, probably it's the most random playlist there is so it ranges from taylor swift to drake and little wayne and just pop like demi lovato and ed sheeran and justin bieber like it it looks like a mess when you look at it first glance because you're like what what is your preference it's just like songs that I enjoy like it goes from a song from Descendants to a rap song from Little Wayne to a Demi Lovato song 
Yes, I feel that. I love like some random like Descendants music in there or like some Broadway tunes. Uh huh. Like, oh yeah. There's Hamilton in there for sure. Yes, I love it. Um, what do you like to eat or drink before you go for a run? Uh, my favorite thing before is like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like half of one. That is like my go-to. It sits really well and it gives you enough energy and there's a little bit of protein in there. It's like my perfect go-to snack. Oh, that's perfect. Um, do you have a favorite Disney park? Yes, Hollywood Studios, hands down. And I feel like uh, everyone says Magic Kingdom I'm always over here, like studios for the win. They're both very different, but they have that feeling. Like I do yeah. like that feeling walking down um, Hollywood Boulevard or whatever mm-hmm. that is, like and seeing the theater. That that is yeah. really wonderful. And I What's- did college program so that was my like first work location was in studios so it holds like a special sentimental value to me what did you do for your college program yeah so I had kind of a weird experience um I was a cedar at Mama Melrose and then of course me being me I fractured my foot in the middle of my program like of course Ashley has a bodily injury like no surprise there so then they recast me into merchandise so I could wear a boot so I worked at World of Disney in Disney Springs Oh, that's fun. Hopefully you didn't break your foot while working, did you? Uh, it was a stress fracture, so it happened over time. So it just kind of got worse. And with safety and everything, you have to wear, like, grip shoes to be, like, because we were walking through, like, the kitchen and the restaurant. So the boot wasn't going to fly. Oh, goodness. Well, it sounds like, was World of Disney fun? Or was it, like, awful because it's crazy in there? Um. You earn your stripes. I will say that. Like, and I was during the fall program. So like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, which, yeah, you you know how crowded it is. Like people go to Disney and they, they know what they deal with. So yeah, and people are not the nicest. Like it's just, it's the way of the world. But it's funny, I went into my college program, like, if you said something mean to me, I would instantly cry at the drop of the hat. And I like grew such tough skin. So it was like, it hurt, but it was worth it. That's good. You, I feel like everyone should work at least either in food or like retail once. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, fun. Like World of Disney. I love going there. But then I think of like my limited retail experience and like a running store and my experiences. Yeah. And then putting that holidays at Disney that you're right. That sounds earning yeah. stripes. And it's very much like people go to Disney Springs to get the Disney experience without paying for the park. So, you know, it's just, yeah, it's an experience, but it was, there were fun times. It's, you know, I always like to joke that I have so many interview stories, like perfectly prepped, you know, like tell me about a challenging time. I'm like, let me, let's sit down and like go over a few months and stuff. But I loved it at the end of the day. Like it was a great experience. That's so awesome. You got to do that. What's your favorite Disney attraction? Oh, gosh. Probably Rise of the Resistance. Huge Star Wars nerd. And just the technology and the advancement of that is amazing to me. I feel like that's the answer I'm going to get the most. I've gotten that, I think, two out of three times so far. I'm waiting for Guardians, though. Hoping to get a park pass for it Friday because I feel like it may bump up, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, that will be really exciting. I will be there in three weeks. And I not feel that like you're I'm, counting or anything. <laughs> not that I'm counting. Well, it's like the end of the school year and then two days and then Disney. So lots love of that. exciting thing ha- things happening at once. Oh, and I, I feel that. like I'm trying not to measure the success of my trip 
of whether or not I can get onto Guardians. You'll get it. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of people be successful. My physical therapist actually just got back from Disney this last week. He was there on opening day, and he's not like a huge Disney person. They got 13 people into boarding groups on opening day. So, like, it can be done, and it will be. Good vibes. So. Manifesting it. So. <laughs> I'm going on like the Monday and they have the extra magic hours. Oh, so between perfect. like the three virtual queues and oh, the yeah. lightning You're lane, fine. like four chances. You've got this. I have to wait. I'll have to wait and see if you get it. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited too. You did you get to go to a pass holder preview or anything? No, I so I'm DVC and a pass holder and I didn't get a single email. I checked my spam, I checked everything, and they just didn't send me an email. And by the time it had hit all the blogs and Facebook groups, it was way past sold out already so i was really upset about that but it was fine that happens to me too and i'm also dvc and ap and it gets really frustrating when it's like i bought my way into this i have so much money invested in you please just give me this one thing right right oh my gosh there's so much like we could rant about with like yep. mm -hmm. dvc and annual pass holders yep um on on the on the Kind of topic of parks, would you rather rope drop or stay, stay till closing? Stay till closing, hands down. Not a morning person. I get my second wind at night. And there's just something like everybody leaves at night. Like my mom and I walked Epcot one night at like 11 o'clock and we were like the only people in World Showcase. It was wild. So it's definitely a vibe that I try. I'm like, I love this. Me too. I, I do rope drop. I do rope drop, nap, and then closing. Oh, yeah, that's you're right. Like, thing too. And the parks at night are just so pretty. Exactly. And especially in Florida, the weather gets cooler when the sun goes down. And because I am at the point where I go to Disney enough that I will not stay in the heat if it's too hot. I'm like, nope, I'm done. Thank you. But no. Agreed. Um, as athletes and runners, we're always hydrating. Are you drinking anything yummy right now? Um, no, I just have a water over here. <laughs> I'm so Me basic. Too. Just water. <laughs> Very basic. <laughs> and my princess run Disney Cup. So, you know, got to hit Oh, that. the pink one. Put that yes. one in the cupboard. I almost grabbed it. I have a little hydro flask that has some stick ears oh, on that. it. And it has also a little castle. So cute. So, my little, my little spirit for the night. So that. when I first reached out to you about coming on the podcast, you are about to go on a Disney cruise. Yes. How was your trip? It was a blast. We just did a three night out of Port Canaveral on the dream and it was my mom and I, and it was just a great time for us to just disconnect from everything, not be on our phones so much and just sort of relax. Um, we've had a crazy couple of months. She broke her leg in February and is still recovering from that. And then I had double hip surgery in March. So we were both just, you know, up and down and emotional and just physically drained and going to physical therapy all the time together. So we needed the time to just, you know, reconnect and celebrate and kind of we we're celebrating this new chapter of life. I'm kind of going into together and just taking some time. So the best we came back so recharged. Oh, that's wonderful. And it it's great that you got to do that with your mom, like before your move. Yeah, because it just hit her today. She's very emotional. She just realized, like, I'm leaving home for the last time. And it, it's hitting her. So, And we're really close. So it was fun to create those memories with her. Yeah, definitely. Well, thankfully, Louisiana and Florida aren't too far away. Yeah. Hopefully, it's just, a you know, a quick flight so she can come she's visit She's got you. Run Disney signs up. So, it, like, we already have four weekends guaranteed that she's going to have to come down to visit me. So it works. Four. Okay. So I was going to start asking you hip questions. Three. Three right now. No, three. two. <laughs> I don't know. 
So you have a few planned for next year. When did you first start participating in Run Disney events? So Princess 5K in 2018 was me and my mom's first one that we did together. Was that your first race or had you done races before that? Nope. I was not a runner. And it's funny. I was not a runner when I did the Princess 5K. I So I ironically like swam all throughout my life competitively, a year-round swimmer. So I always, when people were like, oh, go run, I'd be like, I'm a fish out of water. Like that does not work. It, I cannot run. My body is like physically unable to. And I don't know how I signed up for Princess 5K. I think just my love of Disney. I was like, ooh, like shiny metal. Like I want that. And um, so we just signed up, of course, you know, like a year ahead of time and was not a runner, had no idea what to expect. And this was also kind of just as Run Disney was like really hitting the Instagram stage. So like there wasn't a lot of people posting about it yet, but yeah, so it was very overwhelming and fell in love, love that weekend. And so I just haven't stopped since. So you started with the 5K. Mm-hmm. How long was it before you signed up for like the 10K, the half, the, the uh, full? Yeah. So I had already, I signed up for Princess 5K. And then of course, before ever doing it, because you know, you sign up so far in advance, I had signed myself up for the Star Wars 10K. Like just not even like, I was like, yeah, I got this. Like, don't worry. Um, And then when I got home from the 5K, it kind of hit me. I was like, oh shoot, like, let me see if I can actually learn to run. And I actually started training. And then I signed up for Wine and Dine, I think in July for my first half marathon. And it's funny, I did it a week before I went into surgery for both of my feet. So like, my doctor was like, you're joking. I'm like, no, I'll figure it out. It's fine. So 2018, it was kind of a fast like pace. So it seems like, you know, run Disney surgery, run Disney surgery. I do see a pattern. Yep. Let's stay with the run Disney for now because I'm like, I'm let's stay with, with the happy stuff. We will talk yep. about the surgeries because I, <laughs> that's that's awesome that you're able to still run. So you said sure. you're a, you were a swimmer, mm-hmm. but now you're more, you run the events. How do you like to train for the run Disney events? Do you do a running training plan? Do you do cross training? Yeah. So all of the above. Um, I originally, when I started, followed Jeff Galloway's plans, which I loved. And I'm like a super big proponent of the run walk method because like my body physically cannot handle running straight for 13 miles. Um, And it's a great way to be able to accomplish your goals, but also keep your body safe and healthy. Um, I had a running coach previously and I loved her. She was great to work with. We kind of focused and I was like really hitting great goals. Like I was setting PRs and doing what I wanted to do. And then I had a major surgery in May of 2021. So I stopped working with her just because it was going to be about like a year before I could really start running again. And then I had another hip surgery this year. So I haven't gotten back to running yet. So my next big thing will be picking out kind of a training plan for wine and dine this year. So I haven't really decided which way I'm going to go, but cross training is super important to me just because I have really weak glutes and hips and hamstrings. So like I have to focus on those muscles extra, extra, extra. Like I basically have to do my own physical therapy all the time to just keep up everything somewhat of a semblance of normal, especially if I want to run these distances. So cross training is a big aspect of that. I feel you with that. Like I have had the last two years of injuries after injuries that, Mm -hmm. you know, went went from like ankle injuries to like the stress fracture and then like 
yeah. all kinds of like imbalances after mm -hmm. and i made it through the princess challenge this year and then my body fell apart again and yeah. it was devastating and I thought I had a stress fracture in my other hip. And I was like, oh no, gosh. no, no. Like, this I refuse, like, happen. denied. I'm running 10 miles a week. I cannot have another stress fracture. Yeah. But then, you know, oh, I start doing core work and stretching for 20 minutes a day. And, oh, everything's better. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's crazy how, like, you how it really. Works. Yeah, like, the glutes and the hips and all of it. And, like, keeping everything mobile is, like, the most important thing. Yeah. And I, and I hate it. Like, I will not be the one to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like, stretching is great. I love it. I am the first to admit I hate it. I hate physical therapy. Love my physical therapist. I hate physical therapy. I hate doing the exercises. But, you know, it's something, it's a give and take that if I want to do these things and I want my body to accomplish it, I have to do it. So, you know, got to deal with some stuff that's not so great to get to the good stuff. Well, I will see you at Wine and Dine, and we'll be yes. there kicking our hips. But I have pictures yes. from last year, like me pointing at my femur. I'm like, yes! I have a picture it. from Marathon Weekend pointing at my hip with my screws in it. Because I was like, baby's first race, like my hip screws first race. I was so proud of that. Oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. We have to compare pictures. <laughs> yeah. Mine, it, you know, I have a couple good ones. And then one, it looks like I'm pointing like more towards the middle of my body. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. pregnant. I'm, not I'm, pregnant. I'm pointing at my my femur. That's still that's still in, in one piece. And the photo pass photographer I went by when I did it was like, thanks for pointing out your bib. I was like, no, my hip. Like, yeah. don't you see? <laughs> Can't you tell? And then like after I was like about to sob, I was like, I did it. I did it. I marathon weekend this year, my mom has the video of me running up to her crying on Main Street because I was like six months ago, I couldn't even put weight on my legs. I like been there. Yes, the tears are real at Run Disney weekends. Yes, absolutely. Would you and I remember seeing those pictures and like as I was training for Princess and I'm like, that's going to be me. <laughs> was were those moments like kind of overcoming all of those obstacles, like some of the ones that stood out from this year? Yeah, definitely. Um, this last surgery that I had in May of 21 was just it was really hard and my doctors like have sat down with me and talked about, you know, the merits of me continuing to run versus should I just give it up and what's best for my body and things like that. And so there were a lot of difficult conversations and there was really times where I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to run again. Like I just kind of decide what's best for my body and like, what can I actually put through and go healthily, like just to make it work. And so I, and I went through that surgery was rough and I went through really rough depression periods where I was just so upset. And especially it was kind of an awkward time too, because it was 2021 and the summer. So this was when the pandemic was finally starting to calm down. So everyone's out traveling and doing stuff and, you know, having fun and I couldn't walk and I was stuck in a recliner, just like really lost and upset. So yeah, I, I signed up for a marathon weekend, just a half marathon. And my mom was like, sign up. If you can do it, you will do it. If you don't, like, it's fine. We'll eat the money. Like, just try. And I started running when I got the clearance from my doctor. I think I was about, like, eight months post-op, maybe six months. It was, like, November. So marathon weekends in January. And I was like, let's figure this out. And I started running again. And, of course, I started getting, like, tendonitis and things that – like calf problems and stuff that you just have to rest that you don't have an option. So I rested until marathon weekend and I did the 13 miles and I told everybody I talked to, I said, I'm just trusting that my body remembers how to do this and that it's somewhat in shape to accomplish this. So yeah, it just, 
And it just hits you when you start passing things again. And you're like, I didn't think I could do this. Like, this is crazy. And especially that moment was really special. That specific one, because, you know, my mom has been there through all of it. She's been my primary caretaker after all these surgeries, you know, my therapist, my best friend. So having her there to be able to celebrate that together, because it was really an accomplishment for both of us. That's so sweet. And, you know, those, those moments on Main Street, I think no matter like who you're seeing are spe is special. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But like, especially after that year. And I'm hoping, yeah. will she be going next year? Oh, yeah. For absolutely. Again? Yeah. She'll be oh. at all of them with me. She refuses. I will not do them without her. She probably wouldn't let me. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I love that. My mom comes too, but she won't run them all with me. She's like, she, I'll do my, the 5K. Yeah, my mom does the 5K and the 10K and then spectates for the half and if I do the marathon. So yeah, she does not. She's like, absolutely not. That is crazy. Like you are psycho, but I will cheer you on no matter what. <laughs> so you're doing Dopey, you're doing Wine and Dine. Do you plan on doing um, like Princess or Spring Surprise? Yeah, the goal is all of them for next season. Um, I've got kind of a crazy period of life coming up, but you know, it's like, it happens. Like, let's just do it and try to get it done. Uh, yeah, me and my one of my best friends are trying to do all of them for the season. So it depends if signups go good. I have so much fear and anxiety about signing up after marathon weekend fiasco that I am not putting any eggs in a basket. Yeah, well, at least you're going to live in Florida. So you will be a little bit closer. So it makes it a little bit easier than easier. having to yes. do all the flights and stuff like that. Hotels and we'll still have to do a hotel. But yeah, it's a lot easier. But if you're DVC, like, Run Disney is why I bought DVC with, because I wanted a nicer room. I wanted the mm -hmm. kitchenette. I wanted a nicer pool. And I was yeah. like, oh, for like the same price of my five nights at Pop, I can, you know, pay a mortgage yeah. for mm -hmm. a few nights at Love Polynesian. It. And it's the just best. Yeah. so, so worth it. It's nice to be bougie for the weekend and treat yourself. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> so excited. So, you talked about your last hip surgery and you talked about having foot surgeries. Did you always have like injuries as a kid or were these things that popped up as you started to become active? Um, so the and funny running. thing is, yeah, um, I had one surgery when I swam. I had a bone tumor in my knee, just a random growth. They could not explain why it happened. Just, you know, messed up. I got it removed and that was that. And then the summer I graduated high school. So 2014, I had just turned 18. My ankle started bothering me. I had no injuries. I've had no injuries that have caused any of my issues. They've just happened. It's basically my body attacking itself almost similar to like an autoimmune disorder, but they can't identify why or like what's happening or what this specific marker is on it. So there's a lot of just unknowns. Doctors can't explain it. Physical therapists can't explain it. There's really no cause or reason. So I just started having ankle issues. And from there, it had my first surgery and it snowballed. I counted it up the other day. So 2014, December was my first surgery. And I had, I've had 10 since then. So rounding up to right now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That takes a lot of strength to like come back and keep moving your body, even just for work and daily living after all mm -hmm. of that. It's hard. How, yeah. It's very hard. How have these surgeries and these random injuries, how have they changed your relationship with like your body and exercising? Yeah. I would a uh, 10,000% in so many different aspects. I, 
am so well in tune with my body. I know when something's actually wrong versus when it's just sort of like a nagging muscle that I know will go away. And I, I just realized this happened over the last year, but like medical gaslighting is a real thing by doctors. And I have learned to speak up for myself and say something is wrong. Like you need to do something like investigate further, do more imaging, do this, that, and the other versus I was told by one of my hip surgeons that I had a low pain tolerance, that that was what was wrong with me. And it turned out he misdiagnosed me way back from the original surgery and didn't fix the original issue. So I have been become very like advocating for myself and taking the time to go find specialized doctors and just taking care of myself because it's just so important. And even mentally, it's kind of changed everything because I had to grow a really tough skin. You really lose friends when you go through something like this because people can't relate. They can't understand. So I had to kind of realize I would rather have the few quality friends that I do have than, you know, 50 friends who weren't there for me through all this rough stuff. So like when I think about my best friends, they've been through every surgery with me in some shape or form and just thankful for that. But and then on the physical kind of aspect of it, too, and moving my body, I gained about, I would say, 100 pounds after like do over a period of time, it wasn't like six months, I gained it. But after I started having my first surgery, and of course, you know, when you're overweight, and I was just like, emotionally eating, turning to food as like a source of comfort, you know, they're like, it's putting extra strain on your body that you don't need. So when I started run Disney, that kind of began like an unintentional weight loss for me. And that really allowed me to kind of focus in on my health and nutrition and exercising and just moving my body. And I've over time and through my physical therapist kind of working with me, because the good thing about all my injuries is that I've had the same physical therapist. So he knows me really well. So I'm, I feel comfortable enough talking to him and being like, Hey, do you think this is what's wrong with me? And so we found out I had a hypermobility disorder where my joints just like to move and move constantly. So when I don't exercise, my body hurts. So we found that just moving every day is really important to keeping myself just like feeling somewhat normal. That's really interesting about the hypermobility and like, because mm-hmm. I know like sometimes I feel really restless and I have areas that are hypomobile, but areas mm-hmm. that are hypermobile. So that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Like I um, always sit with my leg like up in the air or like crossed or tucked under me and I'm constantly like fidgeting just because my joints need to move. I didn't realize that was a thing. And, you know, my boyfriend's always been like, stop fidgeting, but I'm like, I'm not like, I can't help it. Always like legs, always crossed, always bending. I'm sitting like crisscross applesauce right now. And it's so funny. I went to the doctor just a few weeks ago and she was like, oh, like, can you put your hands flat on the floor, like bent over? And like, I immediately did it. And she was like, yeah, that's not normal. I was like, oh, is it not? Like, I was so confused. I was like, you mean other people can't do this? Like my hamstrings are tight, but I can still touch the floor. Like yeah. something's, something's different there. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So have you gotten clearance yet to run after your last surgery? No. So I'm still under pretty strict protocols. I can't even like squat technically like 90 degrees. Don't tell my doctor, but I definitely have been like unintentionally. It's not like I'm sitting there doing squats, but like I am moving. I have to pick up boxes. Like my mom's still on crutches. So um, I have not got the clearance for running yet. I have actually an appointment with him over the phone tomorrow. I'll probably get it based on like how similar this is to previous surgeries I have. And I had it around the same time. 
I'm thinking like July, the beginning of July, I should probably have it. Now, you said you're moving and you've had this relationship with your physical therapist for a long time, which I totally understand. It <laughs> took me a long time to find my physical therapist. But now, yeah. like, I mean, I go to her for all of my, like, body issues. But I also, mm -hmm. like, want her to be my best friend because, yep. like, she literally just she puts me back together. Yeah. Have you like started looking for a new one or will you see yours virtually? No, I'm going to have to go in. Um, so I haven't really, that's what I'm so upset about leaving like my whole team. Cause I feel like I have a, a team of doctors. I've got my physical therapist, my massage therapist and my chiropractor who are like my OGs. Like I go to them for everything. Um, so I haven't started looking for a physical therapist. Thankfully the clinic I go to is like a national chain. So if I, I will find a location in Tampa that fits best with my schedule and just kind of where I'm moving to, and they'll be able to pull up all of the notes from that he's had over me for all, all the years. So he can see everything. That's kind of just a general idea of what he's been treating me for over the span of eight years or 10 years or whatever it is. That's nice. It like gives you a little bit of peace of mind that you're yeah. not starting from total scratch. Mm -hmm. Especially well, because your medical records are all digital now. So like, it's not like I can bring in a copy for somebody and say like, here's everything that's wrong with me. Right. Definitely. Now we started talking about Disney and it's very obvious if anyone has ever seen your Instagram page <laughs> that you love Disney. Yep. Um, and Lily Pulitzer, which I love too, but this is not a Lily Pulitzer podcast. But I could <laughs> talk all day all day um so obviously disney came for you before running because you did disney college program yes when did you become a disney fan was this like high school like going into college oh college program sounds fun or were you raised as a disney fanatic i was raised as a disney baby um we always joke my mom actually worked there in 74 the summer of 75 and 76 so she worked in tomorrowland at carousel of progress and what used to be is was renamed. It's now Astro Orbiters. I don't remember what it was originally, but so she worked attractions in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. And we always went to Disney, usually at least once a year. I think we figured out, she was talking about it today, ironically. My first trip to Disney was, I think I was 18 months old. Um, my parents, like my mom got surprised for a work conference. The company flew me and my dad down to surprise her. And so she still had to work and my dad took me to Epcot in the stroller so he could have a beer. That was the only park you could do that then. So apparently that was my first day at Disney. Love that story. I'm like, is this the reason that I don't like Epcot so much? Like you've tainted it for me. Um, but yeah, always been a Disney. And then it really became, I would say, obsessive. I feel like my boyfriend would say obsessive. Probably like freshman year of college, senior year of high school, freshman year of college. Was it like the when it became like obsessive, quote unquote, <laughs> um, was this like, I love movies. I love Disney Channel because you're you're just a few years younger than me. Like Disney Channel back in like the early mid 2000s oh my gosh, was 100. Like, like oh, loved it. Oh, my gosh. The best. Uh, yeah. So is that what you made you really love Disney or was it your trips to the park and like how that made you feel? Yeah, I would say it was I was. Disney movies, Disney channel was my jam like that. I lived in that bubble, but then it was just the parks and the memories. And we always, my dad always, always like, you know, my mom and I always go to the parks together. That's like our girl time, whatever you want to call it. And so my dad's always like, y'all go so much. Like it doesn't change, but we're like, we're there for the experiences of meeting the characters and seeing the shows. Like 
we're not concerned about the rides. It's the memories. Like I have so many great memories that I can attribute to Disney. So many special moments with either, you know, my mom, my dad, my boyfriend, my grandmother, my grandfather who's passed away. So it's just really special that I have all of these, like, yes, a day at the park is great and riding the rides are great. But like those memories are something that I cherish. And like, I always, and I love the aspect of Disney that I can go walk. So one of the great memories I have of my grandfather um, who passed away kind of when I was a little young. And so we were really close is we spent Thanksgiving at Disney one year, just him, me and my grandmother. And we got a turkey leg because my mom said I had to have turkey on Thanksgiving. So every time we pass like a turkey leg cart, I immediately think of that and always just remember that memory. And it makes me smile. And I'm so happy that I had it. So yeah, it's just the memories and the experiences you create there. Yeah, that's really awesome. I definitely came into it more as an adult, like, and I started going with my friends mm-hmm. and not just my family. And like, I feel like every time I go, I'm like, oh, I did this with this friend and yep. I did this with that friend. And oh, yeah. remember when we did rope drop to park clothes and then we fell mm-hmm. asleep on the ferry? Like, yeah, definitely. And it's more, I don't know. I think as a kid, you like, it's like princesses rides, but Roller as an adult, you're and, able yeah. to take in those smaller things and the more like, important things. Yeah. And even just, you know, as simple as I can't wait to go and have like the tea slushy yeah. at the Alice in Wonder at the Treasure right. Cafe. I'm like, it doesn't have to be crazy. Simple just, things like popcorn simple. on Main Street is my thing. Like that's love it. Just the popcorn in general. Like, uh-huh. I got my mom a popcorn scented can, a Disney popcorn scented candle. Uh, from did you send me the link called, for that? Like, called Magic Candle Company. And I've only bought a few of their things, but the popcorn, oh my gosh. It, oh, because there's, that, no, yeah. po- there's no popcorn like Disney popcorn. My mom has tried to recreate it several times and like can attest, like she cannot recreate it. I'm like, what are you doing? Just stop. You're trying though. Like, don't ruin it. Popcorn is my jam. And they yeah. say it's pop secret, but you go get that pop secret at the store. And it Lies. Is- it is not, not as good. Thing. There's some kind of drug in there or something that makes it addictive and great and wonderful. I could go yeah. on for hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now my I'm like drooling. I just now I I'm like, I really want popcorn. I'm gonna make some and it's not going to be the same. Exactly. It's just gonna be a lot. <laughs> but you're you can get some on Friday, and yes. I am insanely jealous because I have two and a half weeks to go. You're almost there. Uh, it's closer than it is there. further. Almost there. Just keep singing Tiana. <laughs> on the on the you know the topic of disney food i love i actually had popcorn after the 10k for princess weekend because <laughs> i was bottomed out and we went to hollywood studios and there's like no breakfast food there so i'm really like popcorn isn't. cool obviously what's your first like say you're going to the park after a run disney race what's like the first snack you're gonna go get I feel like this is the most basic answer but starbucks like i have starbucks every day and so i we always go to Starbucks first. And it's funny because during princess half, I hit like mile 11 or 12. And I just, I got so hungry. I don't know what it was. And I texted my mom and said, I want Starbucks. I want chicken nuggets. I want corn dog nuggets, like Casey's corn dog nuggets too. Like I have to have them after the half because they give me acid reflux, but it is so worth it. So those like my Starbucks and Casey's, that is all I need to be. And an icy on people mover. Those are my three top things. Like I, I, we smuggle, this is so bad. I'm going to get kicked out of Disney. So we like take our popcorn buckets and we put the icy in the popcorn bucket and then bring it onto people mover because it's no food or drinks. And then I drink it on people mover. It's <laughs> put the me in Disney thing. jail. 
It's the saddest thing they don't let you take your coffee on that ride. Yeah. Like you can smuggle. I have smuggled because I know I have pictures of my like late night grande, not grande, like venti cold brew, like 10 o'clock on the through. people mover because yeah. I have the extra magic hours and I'm making use of and you're them. You're going to get through it. Yeah. Yes. That. Oh, that's a good idea with the popcorn bucket, though. Uh huh. Or to, you like, put it in the away. side of like the backpack and the sleeve and then you make sure that the side of the cast member, you go on the other side. This is so bad. I'm not promoting this. <laughs> well, they should just allow. It's just a people mover. I mean, yeah. it is. It does seem to be a fragile ride, but you know, it's just we want our we want our Starbucks and people mover. Can, we it's should make just, that a thing. And castle views, like that is that's a thing. Yes, and Tron views, like when that's all lit up and that's finished. Oh, so excited! My, it's going to be amazing. Amazing, that's amazing. Um, you said you're a DVC member. Um, just you know, quickly. I know I haven't really discussed it yet on the podcast. This is still new. Um, were you? always a DVC member? Was this something that came across like when your new mom started coming for Run Disney a lot? How did that come about for you? Yeah, so I always bothered my parents growing up to buy DVC and they own in Marriott Vacation Club. So my dad was like, absolutely not. We can stay in Orlando at Marriott. Like it's the same thing, whatever, whatever. And then once the pandemic hit and you really had to be on property to get those park passes as an annual pass holder, like you got priority to get in, we started having to stay on property. And so I went to my mom and I was like, hey, like I'm thinking about buying a DVC on my own rather than my parents buying it for the family. And so my parents were like, yeah, okay, like we support that. Go for it. Like you have the money, do it. And so in 2020, we did it. And it was really just a, we go to Disney all the time and we can use it for run Disney weekends. We can use it for special occasions, just like things like that. And so even moving to Tampa, Florida, like I don't anticipate that I won't use it. Like I, especially Maybe we don't go as often, but we do some nicer weekends where we stay at Grand Floridian or Polynesian or Riviera. We kind of get those nicer accommodations without having to pay the price point on them. Yeah. Where did you buy? I'm at Riviera. Love it. I stayed there the first time for the 50th and we had the best time. Loved it. So I bought at, I bought in 2021. I went after, you know, the first year of COVID yeah. And I went and I went by myself for the first time. I had a solo trip for a week and it was right after my hip issue. So I was just like so happy I could like walk, walk a day in yeah. the park. And but I went to my ho- back to my hotel every day because I needed a break. And I was mm-hmm. sitting by the pool. I'm like, this pool sucks. Yeah. Like I was at Pop Century. I was like, I don't like this pool. Yeah. Like, I want a balcony. Yeah. And I started like becoming really obsessive. And I was like, what's this DVC thing? I'm going to finally figure this out. And yeah. I figured it out. I did the math and I was like, oh, that's like a car payment. I don't have a car payment. Right. Oh, I can, I can buy these can cheap points and mm-hmm. I can stay somewhere else. So yeah. I bought at Old Key West. I have not stayed there yet. Nice. I've stayed at like Wilderness. I've stayed at Bay Lake Tower. And then when I go in a couple of weeks, I'm staying at the Poly and Beach Club. Love that. Beach Club is amazing. I'm so excited. The pool is 100. That's why I'm going. Yeah. But so I bought more points than I really needed, thinking that I would give some to my family to use every other year. Well, my mom liked my room at Wilderness Lodge so much that she went and bought her own contract. Oh, my God. So now we own at Riviera. Double the points. Well, double the points. And I'm not paying for them. The potential. and I bought resale, so I didn't get any of the perks. Like I was oh, so thankful so price for my 
Yeah. So she bought direct. She put me on the contract. So now I get all of the perks. Yeah. I got That's the perfect. free, really expensive backpack. And you and got the really cheap points. Yeah, it was a good. How do I? Yeah, you it? know, it worked out really, really well. Like I was like, oh, mom, I'm out of points. Can I use some of yours to stay at the beach club? She's like, sure. Like. That's like, amazing. Thanks, Bob. Normally, she if I was like, "Can you pay for a night in a hotel?" She'd be like, "No, absolutely no, not. not." But like, you're thirty years no old. I'm not sign. paying for your hotel. Exactly. There's I no dollar sign. This, it changes things. I listened to this podcast about the DVC. It's like DVC fan podcast, and they're like, "Points are fun." I'm like so fun. Points are unless fun. you like confuse and don't understand it and try to figure out what you need. Because I'm planning this big. March trip and my use year is in December and I'm like okay if I book this now I only get half of this and I need a few more and I'm like I feel like that little meme where all the equations and things are going around my head trying to figure it out and I may just end up calling them and being like please explain me how to do this like yes simple or hit me up because obsessed I I spend I go on the DVC website at least 10 times a day just to see what's available what's going on my trip's booked I'm happy with it I don't have any trips I can change for like another month and a half until like yeah. the seven month for princess opens but you bet I still check and see what's available why not keep your so, eye on things like watch it yeah, yeah I'm definitely like, I'm like I don't want to be at old key west I want to be a beach club yeah check check <laughs> so if you need that. help I know because I need somebody to figure it out for me <laughs> that's so awesome well I'm so glad you came on the podcast we're not quite done I have some end of the podcast questions because okay. they're they're the best things um, would you rather run only one race every year and always PR or run as many races as you want, but never get any faster? I would or run get as hurt. many races. I run as many races as you want. Like, don't care about the PRs at this point. Yeah. Rather not be hurt and just run all the miles. My PR, like the way I channel PRs is I'm not injured. So that's my goal. I, yes, I love that. That's I think gonna be I normally I'm just like, how do I feel at the end? How did I feel? But I love not being injured. Not being injured. If you could choose what song would be playing when you finish a race, like say you feel like you can run the marathon for Dopey this year, what's gonna be your finish line song? Definitely Champion by Carrie Underwood. And I think Ludacris is on it. It's a great song. It's kind of a random one, but so good. And it's just very motivational or Demi Lovato confident. I love that one. Like those are my two kind of like, if it plays, I'm like, yes. Like I get all in my feels kind of songs. Yeah. I feel like that Demi one has a good chance. You know, Demi, I mean, she's not quite, you know, Disney channel anymore, but they still play but her she was stuff. There. Yeah. 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 She's still, she's still in that family. Yeah. Do you have a go-to outfit for a race or a workout when you need some good vibes? Oh, like a hundred percent it's funny um my crowned athletic tops like all the princess inspired ones are my go-to just because I feel like it allows me to have like a little Disney a little girly the built-in bra is amazing and it just it gives me that extra because most of the time I'm not one of those people that's like yeah like I get to work out right now I'm usually like dragging I'm like I don't want to work out right now I don't want to do this so like I have to put a nice outfit on I have to like kind of amp myself up to get it going I like that. I just got my first one. I got the, the Maleficent yeah. low top. And it, it is. It's a nice little vibe. I, yeah. I, I'm down for it. Yeah. If you could pick one character to be on a run Disney medal who's not normally. So, like, not Fab Five, not typical princess, who would it be? 
Duffy. I have a huge obsession with Duffy and all of his friends, but specifically Duffy. Like I saw him during the half marathon course, my first dopey. And like, I freaked out. Like I love him so much. So when they pulled him from the park, I was so upset. So like, that was a the highlight of the weekend for me, not the marathon Duffy. I'm, I'm confused. Cause I thought Duffy was like an Alani and like Shanghai Disney, Hong Kong Disney thing. He used to be here. So, like, in right when I started my Disney obsession, like, in 2013, 2014, they had just brought him to the U.S. parks with the bear, the book, and some of the outfits and things like that. And he met at Epcot. And then I, throughout my college program, actually brought my Duffy bear, like, to the parks and dressed him in different outfits that I got either from Build-A-Bear or, like, some of them I ordered from overseas, like, Tokyo Disney and things like that, or even, like, Build-A-Bear worked on him and just like different themed outfits. And so like super special part of my program. And so like when they stopped, he kind of phased out over the years when people didn't appreciate him. And he he's super popular overseas, which I'm like, let I need to go to Tokyo. These are my people. I will fit in there. There's like little spots over the park where you can like put your Duffy bear to take pictures with him in the background, like things like that. I'm like, yes, this is what I've been looking for. Now I, now I see it. He must've been there like before, like I didn't really start getting really like more like adult Disney obsessed until like 2017 ish. Like and that I went was to college and grad phasing. school and like, I yeah. didn't have time for anything else. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, I don't have college anymore. I can focus on Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would be really fun though. I could see him going on like a, a kid's race medal. I would sign up for it. I would find a kid and be like, run this. Like, just get this for me I, somehow. I would, or buy it on eBay. Like, I would do it. Yes, definitely. Um, last thing, what is something that's bringing you joy right now? Oh, gosh. Um, I am just, like, kind of, no, I don't want to say closing a chapter because my luck, I'm not. But I'm kind of just starting this big new chapter, a new job. I'm moving in with my boyfriend. Like, we have some plans for the future kind of in the works and things are just kind of happening right now. So I definitely the last few years have been really hard medically and just personally, like everybody's dealt with it with the pandemic. And I graduated grad school in 2020. So I was, you know, the worst time to come out of that and really struggled with that. And then I worked remote for a while and then just having to take care of myself medically and mentally and things like that. So I definitely feel like I'm having like a fresh start that I'm finally getting back on my feet and can kind of start a semblance of a normal life. Like I've had to kind of mourn that I will never be fully normal. Like I'm always going to have some medical issues and things that I need to take care of my body, but kind of accepting that moving forward and seeing how I can best proceed. But yeah, just a bunch of things this next year. I've got a lot of things kind of scheduled on the calendar. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be busy, but you know, like I'll survive. <laughs> I'll rest after it's over. Well, I am really excited for you. And I can't wait to kind of follow you through your move. Um, Before we go, would you like to share um, how people can find you on Instagram and social media? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. My handle is Ashley L. Ramirez. Um, I always say my DMs are always open. I love talking to people who also have injuries. I feel like that's horrible to say, but I've found you need somebody to talk to who can relate to it. And I am a person who probably can relate to any lower body injury you have. So I am always open. I'm super bad at answering DMs. Like I just forget. And then I realize I have 20 stacked up and I'm like, let me respond to these people. But I'm always open and ready to make friends and talk. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I had a good time talking with you and I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Run Magical Miles podcast. Please rate, review, and share this podcast if you liked it. You can follow me on Instagram at Run Magical Miles. Now go out there and enjoy some magical miles. <laughs>